fellow hooligans and welcome back to another episode of the weaving words podcast we are joined today by another special guest um, <laughs> yes i am here i'm also here um yeah man <laughs> what's going on what up goof what have you been up to in the last two weeks uh, that we haven't recorded chilling i mean fucking watching a couple of shows fucking trying to catch up on some reading you know what's my favorite thing right now to do roman is well that's well exactly well yeah no no that's well, my favorite show. doing that while scrolling on youtube for stupid clickbait of comic books have you seen those <laughs> no i don't really do the youtube like dude it's so fucking funny like stuff that i'm knowledgeable about or into i don't really like watching or consuming media right like when i used to play video games i didn't really like to do the live stream video game stuff was mainly commentary like i wouldn't even watch it I'd just listen mm-hmm. to them talk shit you know um so yeah no for comics it's like i don't know dude I, I get enough of it at work right like i don't need somebody telling me what they uh think is good what they think is not good it's like yeah, just, but you know you're the expert i'm, I'm more of a novice and fair and fair enough i, I I'll, I'll see something i'll be like yeah, I recognize that character. Tell me a little bit more. Maybe I missed on something. Maybe there's something I haven't read before or something. Like, so give me a little bit, a little bit more, and I'll be seeing some of these stupid clickbaits on, on why a character is so good and how without this other character, I'll, I'll give you the title of this one because it really pissed me off. Uh, the title of it was because because <laughs> I, I know you're gonna hate this too because I know how what your thoughts on this character are. The the title of the, of the video was. If Batman didn't exist, the Joker would be unstoppable. I'm like, what the fuck are you people talking about, man? This is stupid. I don't even think the Joker would exist. If it I think the Batman, idea was man. if the Joker Probably got bored one. of Batman and just concentrated on other um, heroes, towns, or whatever, that no one would be able to stop him. That was uh, the idea of the, the video. And I watched it, and um, he mentions um, Injustice. I'm like, doesn't Superman literally stop him by killing him? So your title is stupid. Murders him hard. I hate this now. I hate this even more than (laughs) what I was reading because, like you, um, I, I, unlike you, I like the Joker. I know you're you're tired of him because of how how much people use him, and I don't think he's boring. boring. (laughs) I I think he's over romanticized. I think it's boring because. yeah, well, that and again, it's just boring because so my whole thing with the Joker is people are like, oh, it's chaos. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, but chaos is only mm-hmm. fun every now and then. No, he's just so unpredictable and, you know, it doesn't matter to him. Like, yeah, yeah. he doesn't matter. None mm-hmm. of the stuff he does matters, you know, not like Raza Ghul who's trying to actually do shit, you know, like he's just chaos, which is fine. You need to have chaos every now and then, but he's not something you build a fucking story or franchise yeah. around. His character is you know? fine. I don't mind it. I like I a mean, little bit of chaos. Uh, but that that whole video just like ugh. I I know you're trying to get views, man. But Jesus Christ, dude! Shout out to that guy. If anybody wants to watch that video, I'm sorry for making fun of your video, but I I didn't I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> I mean that that's how it is. Like, oh, is so and so actually mm-hmm. a good guy? Here's the top ten times they were bad people. <laughs> you know, I just watched a video about uh, was it. I was like halfway through a video about how Hank's not a good dad or, or whatnot. And I was just like, well, this is bullshit, dude. Just giving out like stupid reasons. What? Yeah, Hank Hill. I was like, what? Uh, yeah. And I was just like, he's like know, the most man. vanilla good dad ever. He taught Bobby Hill that a regular yeah. wallet is better than a 
fucking what was it a crocodile skin wallet I don't know if you remember that episode. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby wants a wallet, and his I dad's know. like, "Yeah, this is a great moment to teach my son the value of money and blah blah blah." And he's like, "I want that one. It's all fucking this beautiful crocodile skin wallet." And his dad's like, "Well, maybe you should get this other one that's only like two dollars or something." I don't know. Heinkel's a good dad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so too. I just thought it was funny. I was like, "Fuck!" Just click baity stuff where it's like, "Oh, so and so." actually a good person i'm like i don't know bro talks about uh there was one episode that i watched with peggy hill on it how she's you know why people hate her you know is it sex is this no, she's a like, bitch no nah. well yeah well the thing too she's like well what about uh strict buck strickland and john redcorn you know they do horrible things like yeah but they don't yeah, pretend to exactly. be good <laughs> like, like they, you know what to expect from them fucking... <laughs> money hungry person yeah like just asshole. and then and then we have peggy hill yeah. who wants to be quote-unquote a good person i remember there's an episode where she wants to be i don't yeah. know what she's doing but she walks onto a crime scene uh, she wants to be and she's like what do, what do oh shit i thought you were gonna say what she pretends to be a no no be a sub at, uh, I, I don't Catholic remember school. that episode or when she kidnaps the little mexican girl <laughs> You know, one of the many horrible things. Yeah, she but does, I remember she know. walks into a crime scene and she talks to the officer, like, what do we got here, boys? And, like, I guess it's some kind of a murder scene or something. Like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> you can't just walk up to a crime scene like this. This is, this is like, not okay. You can get it. First of all, she's lucky she wasn't arrested. Right. I remember when she told everybody to make mustard gas? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> remember she was jealous of bobby uh cooking food that she stole um the turkey and went to her uh hairdresser's um house um <laughs> i'll give her a good moment i remember the moment where um, bobby wants to learn self-defense and he goes to a woman's self-defense class and kicks the shit yeah. out of his dad's boss. Yeah, yeah. I, I just and then uh, that, he yeah. tries to kick his mom <laughs> she's like i got nothing there for you to kick honey <laughs> Yeah, that shit's funny, man. Yeah, they did. King Lil's great, man. That's why when people make these stupid ass videos, I'm like, ah, dude, you're just taking advantage mm-hmm. of that. People love King of the Hill. They'll just throw it on because that's what I did. I it's funny because I did not use like King of the Hill. Uh, yeah, when it I was, was a kid, too I didn't dry. like it. Either. It was uh, I didn't like it. The art kind of like threw me off a little bit too. Kind of like you have the cute. For me, it's because I was a kid and I expected something more from the cartoons. I was like, this isn't funny because mm-hmm. all the jokes are going over my head and stuff um you know so i was like oh they're just trying to you know get kids to watch this make it a cartoon and then you know i think it was in high school like when i like i was like oh this just fucking funny dude what the fuck and mm-hmm. i watched all of it well, it you, you make the comparison with Man, the show that's coming out alongside which is like the simpsons it's like it's cutely drawn it's silly where like hey you have a, a dad abusing his child but it's it looks funny like when he's choking his son eat my shorts it's like bro. it looks funny and it's ridiculous it's over exaggerated and shit like that and that doesn't really happen in king of the hill yeah definitely um but we're not talking about king of the hill today although i would like to get my revenge on uh peggy hill <laughs> um but you know the uh episode is actually centered around revenge okay. revenge stories um you know I, I just finished wrapping up a series they they uploaded the second part of the series uh, a few days ago so I, I watched all of that and it was a great series um but uh i'm gonna talk about you know for the past part of it you know how i i format this as a uh, past present future and uh there's a series uh or not even a series it's a movie that i watched um 
maybe yeah, a little over ten years ago. When does the movie come out? It was yeah, twenty twelve. So yeah, about ten years ago. Um, and a lot of you know it by now. Um, I actually want to go watch this with our buddy Mike, and I remember being like, "This movie's long as fuck." Um, but the movie I wa- want to go watch was uh, Django, Django okay. Unchained. I've never seen it, but give me, give me, give me a little rundown. Oh, uh, you've rundown. never seen it. <laughs> you've never seen it. It's great, dude. It's great. So you know, it has Jamie Foxx in there. He plays the uh, titular Django character. Um, Sam Jackson's in there as uh, Uncle Tom, mm-hmm. motherfucker. And then um, you have uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as a uh, plantation owner and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a really good, really good movie. Really fun story. I mean, it's a Quentin Tarantino flick, so it's like you know you're gonna get a lot of really co- cool, fun dialogue stuff. Um, but the the movie it revolves around um, it's set in Texas. You know, 1858 is what it says on here. Um, and. Uh, there's still slaves or there's people who have slaves or whatever. And, uh, uh, is one of them. And then he's found by a bounty hunter who, uh, wants him. Cause he has information on something else on a bounty he's trying to get or whatever. And he, uh, he, he frees him, offers him, you know, money and a horse or whatever for information. Um, and he's like, yeah, sure. He takes it. And he's like, and I'll, I'll help you. Cause they're, they're going back to the, the plantation where, uh, Where he's from? Yeah, the the, the plantation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he's from. They, you know, they kill the guy, get the bounty or whatever, and then they make this elaborate plan to get back uh, Jingo's wife. Because what happened is when they were sold off, they were split up. Um, so uh, he's trying to get his wife back. Her name's Broomhilda. Um, yeah, and she's a uh, she's um she can speak German and English, so you know she's pretty pretty a uh, high value uh, slave. And uh, it, it was such a cool thing because, like, you know, he's teaching Django how to how to shoot, how to, you know, bounty hunt and stuff, how to get information and all that. Just training him how to be, you know, a freed man. And um, they make this huge, elaborate plan to um, to get his wife back. And uh, they're going to pretend that uh, that he's a slave, that he, um, uh, man, what were they called? Uh, uh, because what what Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio's uh character does, he likes to fight the slaves. He likes to get the the slaves. I thought he literally fight fought other. the slaves. You know, so he treats. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then um, no, he he likes to get the slaves and have them fight. He calls them Mandingo mm-hmm. fights, if I remember correctly. And what he uh, what he does is uh. They go to meet him and basically talk how they're going to, you know, they want to buy a Mandingo slave off of him or whatever. And uh, it's a bit, you know, the whole plan is like, we're going to tell him we're going to overpay for, you know, we're going to pay X amount for this this slave that, you know, this prize fighter that he has. And uh, we'll give him extra money to throw in the... um, the servant you know his wife so the plan is they're going to give him like half up front take the girl because she's lower value than than the uh fighter and uh you know he they're having a good time you know and then uh sam jackson's character he kind of notices like you know it seems like like um Django knows the servant and knows Broomhilda, and uh it's crazy man there's just a lot of weird scenes in there too where you're like i think it was either it yeah it was um dicaprio's character or whatever or it might have been um it might have been Sam Jackson's character. I have to rewatch it, but they bust out a skull, and it's supposed to be the skull of like the Sam Jackson's uh, character's like 
father or grandfather or something like that, you know, one of his ancestors. And, uh, you know, just expensive. Like, oh, you see these little dimples in the skull. You know, uh, white people don't have these dimples or whatever, or they do have these dimples, and that's what makes them smarter or whatever. You know, that's why they're, they're you know, black people aren't as smarter. You know, these slaves aren't as smart. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is wild, bro. Like, you know, only Quentin Tarantino <laughs> can write something like that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they just have this crazy blowout fight, but it's a, you know, big revenge flick. You know, they and what I liked about it is, you know, they they um, they have a huge elaborate plan. And you know how it always is, right? You know, Ocean's Eleven, all the stuff is they have this huge elaborate plan and you're seeing the execution and it's almost always looks like it's going to work. And then it doesn't, right? Then there's a, a wrench thrown in. And, uh, yeah, the, he they... Um, they find out that uh Django does in fact know you know uh, Brunhilda and um he's a uh, DiCaprio's character I think he's gonna kill her and enslave him or I forgot what it was exactly uh but they end up you know just shooting up the place and freeing themselves and it's just really cool really really fun really just you know it's a Tarantino movie so it's like just a really fun uh revenge film you know it's in the same vein of you know another revenge film which was was kill bill Bill, right like no that one i do know (laughs) yeah that that was a really good one um i was just i was just thinking about because i was watching a lot of uh the the one i'm going to talk about next i've been watching a lot of k-dramas and the one thing that the koreans just do really well is i've been telling people and it's funny because they they it sounds so weird how i say it but it's like they do really good revenge Mm -hmm. stories like it's all about revenge and, and how elaborate the plans are and how satisfying it is to get the revenge. Like, I think I talked about, if I haven't already, you know, it's I want class and, you know, this huge, like, multi-decade revenge plan. And I'm just like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> like, it took years. Like, for, I'm going to plot for years and years. Is this, that reminds me of, um, what's it? Oh, yeah. Another good, um, it has uh, Gerard Butler in it. Also has Jamie Foxx in it. Oh yeah, Law Abiding yeah. Citizen. That is a Law-Biting remarkably Citizen. good yeah. fucking uh, revenge film. It also has Jamie Foxx. And yeah, like, yeah. Like when we're talking, it also has like Jamie Fox, yeah. I forget how long it was, but it was years. This, uh, this guy plus his revenge for years. Oh yeah. Before he comes. Uh, yeah, on on yeah. everyone. Yeah, on everyone that was involved in the case of his. Uh, it you know, was his, getting killed. It was his wife, and, and his he's just showing he's like. Was it? I forget. Um, but yeah, the idea was like, uh, he's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a perfectly good law by, by the law, right? As long as you're within the confines mm-hmm. of the law, what laws am I breaking? No. Um, and just trying to prove to them like how oh, you should fucking, you know, you, you you should do something. Sometimes the law doesn't mm-hmm. help people. Sometimes the in, law, in fact, the law works in their favor things. and that's what he was trying to prove. Cause I remember yeah. the court case where, yeah, exactly. where, uh, the, the judge is saying something cause he's representing himself and the judge says something. And he says, well, because you guys made a ruling before about this, it applies to me here, so you need to treat me fairly. And she goes, well, now I really have no choice. I really do have to treat you fairly. And he just, like, mocks her. He's like, you see what, see what you're doing right now? You guys have me dead to rights, and, and I'm taking advantage of, of you guys by, uh, with the, the, the letter of the law, and, and you guys aren't doing anything about it. I, yeah. I'm literally taking advantage of the system. And yeah, the whole movie is just him plotting revenge on everybody, proving a point, and then doing what he has to do to take their take his revenge. Right, just showing him, just showing him like mm-hmm. you know how the wrong the system they are. is flawed, and he, <laughs> he's trying to prove it to them and all of that. Yeah, and for for them to not admit that exactly, it's flawed nobody wants to admit it. Not understand. Nobody, even uh, Jamie Foxx's character, who's uh, yeah. who's playing the lawyer, uh, who tries to help him in the beginning, and he's like. 
the best we can do is this. And he's like, but that's not gonna that's not gonna get justice for my family. He's like, well, with all the evidence that we have, this is the best we're gonna get. And he's like, well, whatever, do what you want. And then he goes he goes into he goes into the dark for like years and he finally pops up again. Yeah, and, just and he's been like yeah. plotting in the background for who knows how long and I, I well they tell us how long. I don't remember how long, but I was just like that man had a plan. It's been a long a time, plan. yeah. He had money and a plan. I like when he gets arrested, he's all <laughs> naked too. <laughs> yeah, revenge stories. No, and like the, you were um, saying, the Korean ones as well. Uh, I read some man, uh, manhwas. I don't know if you know what that is. It's just a Korean version no. of a uh, manga. And uh, when you're saying like they, they do revenge stories, right? I, I can agree with that. But I also agree that they do drama really right. Like everything that I've read, it's like yeah, so drama. much tension of, of little things or big things. And I remember reading, I was reading something about a guy wanting to marry this girl. They, they've been in love with each, other, with each other for since high school or whatever. But the guy, has, he belongs to this rich family and he want, they want him to marry like uh, into another rich family, whatever, whatever. And this drama where the families are interfering with everything and it, it causes a rift in the relationship where they've been together for years, they're adults, they have their own careers and it's still they're still not married and then it's because of the families and all this other stuff it's like drama and stuff like that and yeah like korea knows how to write a story no definitely definitely yeah they i mean i haven't watched it but everybody says old boy old boy is like one of the best revenge films ever and i'm like all right cool i'll have to check it out one of these days you know old boy is um but uh is that I the Korean? Again, I haven't Yeah, I remember I was film, watching yeah. a little bit of it, but we never got to finish it. And I, I really wanted to finish it because yes, it's also a revenge film. You're right. Yeah. The um. So this the the show that I'm gonna talk about is called The Glory, um, and it's a uh, really again it's, they just ended it. Um, they dropped the last half of the series um, recently. Let me see if I can find here. It is. Yeah, they only ever did one season. Um, when did it come out? Uh, yeah, for the, I mean the first episode, <laughs> the first episode. You know when they dropped the first half of it, it aired uh December thirtieth, twenty twenty two. So it literally just dropped. Um, and uh, yeah, I think they, they they dropped that, and then they said uh the second half would be dropping um well now March right, so three months later they'll drop the second half. So that's how it ended. Um. And uh, I'll probably butcher all these names, but the series revolves around a uh, female character named uh-huh. Moon Dong Yoon, um, and she's the victim of bullying. So you know, a, a recurring theme that I've found with Korean dramas is the disparity of the life of poor people and compared to rich people. It, I mean, again, we have that here too, but they just really show you how shitty it is over there where it's like, if you're rich, you have the benefit of the doubt for everything. You can do whatever you want. You can cover up murders. You can, you can and fucking harass people, torture them. You can get away with Ooh, South Korea. Yeah. Look and, um, and then, uh, and then they, they emphasize or that a lot of the shows that I've watched also deal with, you know, um childhood like uh bullying like to the point where you know kids kill themselves and stuff and yeah dude it's it's fucked up because they show you a lot of what they did to the poor girl and stuff like when she was in high school um her she was friends with this one girl and then um 
she was friends with this one girl before they started bullying her. And then after they started bullying her, even the friend was no longer, you know, with her and stuff, just abandoned him. Cause it was basically like you, if you're friends with her, you're going to get bullied as well. And uh, before her, there was another, they called him, you know, play thing. So before uh, moon, there was another character. I forget what her name was. Um, but she ended up quote unquote killing herself. They said that she killed herself. And you later on find out that she was actually killed by the main antagonist, you know, uh, the, the girl who, who led the, the uh-huh. ring of bullies. Um, but what they would do to her is like just fucked up shit. Like, um, you know, um, they'd, uh, they'd bully her at school. They'd make her stand in the rain. So, you know, the boys can see through mm-hmm. her shirt and stuff. Um, just a bunch of fucked up shit like that. And then they would burn her with a curling iron. They told her, no, don't run away. Don't fight it. So they just put a curling iron on her arm, let it burn completely. And just all over her body, like, you know, from the neck all the way down to the fucking ankles, like just completely scarred up. Mm-hmm. She's all burnt and shit. And, uh, yeah, so she, she has a shitty life. Like, it's like, she's poor. They treat her like shit. Um, they steal her money too. She was saving up money to leave and they steal all her money. I'm like, you don't even need the money. Like she, again, and she was this very strong willed character, like, cause other people would have just given up. And then even at the school, they're like, oh, well, they're, they're kids of these rich people. So they can't be wrong. Or, you know, the parents, you know, they, they need to get their way. So like she would report it and they'd be like, oh, you're full of shit. You think you're, you're uh, mm-hmm. innocent and all this? You're do- definitely doing something to you know warrant the way they're treating you to the point where, where she complained to uh, the school officials, like the counselor or whatever, like the main guy, like the principal. He started beating her what? like with his watch and shit. And um, yeah, he took his watch off and held it in his hand and started slapping her with it and shit. Yeah, dude. And then they, they were trying to force her to um, to withdraw, to leave the school. And she wouldn't. She's like, no, I'm, I'm here. I deserve to be here. Like, I'm not going to back down. And her mom's like this drunk, like, woman. Like, she's just a drunk. And um, she, they, they convince her. The, the parents go and the, the girl's parents go and uh, tell her, like, hey, you know, take her out of school and we'll pay you money or whatever. And like, yeah, for sure. And, it, and it's just, it's crazy. Like, even her mom, like, betrays her. Like, she's just completely by herself, has nobody there to help her and shit. And then... um. He, uh, she, she gets, uh, they, the, the mom signs her out of school, like basically has her, uh, taken out and, uh, she goes away and then she plots like this super long revenge and she ends up becoming a teacher. And, and again, it's, it's really cool. Cause they show you, the, she shows you all the plans. And then later on, she keeps just re- revealing like layer upon layer upon layer of like just all these crazy plans she did. Like the school her whole thing is like uh the first after the first or second episode whenever she meets her again as an adult she's like oh you you didn't know i'm i'm here i'm a um i'm the teacher for your daughter's uh class mm-hmm. she has a little girl and uh she's like oh don't you ever fucking you know do anything my daughter was like why would i do anything your daughter your ki- kids are defenseless kids are innocent kids should never have to endure any type of you know <laughs> abuse you know it's horrible like just basically being condescending to her and also and she's like well you want to get your revenge you, um he goes yeah i'm going to it's not i don't want to i will and um because she you find out later on that she witnessed or she knows that she killed the other girl that mm-hmm. she pushed her off the roof um not that mm-hmm. not that she killed herself so she's had this elaborate plan to just completely bring her down her and all her friends her whole friend group and um and she has like just plans like um she was able because she's a higher up teacher. She has all these connections. She made all these connections. She busted her ass, worked super hard. She graduated super fast because I think she's only like wow, nineteen, she's a dude. But I didn't realize this. Ooh. Yes. So um, 
at the end of the series, she's like, oh, she's only 19. I'm like, what the fuck? This happened in like five years, four or five years. Because she was, a, uh, I think, you know, early high school, late middle school, mm-hmm. probably middle school, late middle school. So I was like, what the fuck, dude? What you doing? Was, yeah, she took a ton of courses so she can uh, graduate mm-hmm. early and stuff like that. And uh, made all these connections, got high up in like certain facilities and stuff. And I guess um, this one guy, um, she, um, what was it? So like the first thing that you see her do is uh, she... Uh, convinces this one dude basically tells him like she's like showing him like this is what happened this is what your dad did because the the guy's dad uh, he's a colleague of hers and he's up and coming barely trying to make his way into the industry you know of the of teaching and stuff trying to start his career and again they make it seem a lot like in korea it's like who you know matters and your your reputation you know if you have a bad reputation then uh then you um how do you say uh it'll yeah it'll slow you hired no one will hire you anywhere or whatever or just not, you know, then you just can't do it. Like it gets to that point, you know, they, they make it seem like you, it's almost like a political thing where you got to be mm-hmm. perfect. You got to be clean. So what happens is um, she shows him like, this is what your father did. Cause he, his father is, was the guy who beat her in school and ignored all her complaints and stuff. And, you know, forced her to leave, like, you know, conspired with the other parents and uh, her mom to get her taken out of school. Um, so is the father still <laughs> Yeah, has been so, five years of course he is um yeah well what happened is he's retired and shit and uh he um she goes and she's like do you remember me he's like well i would remember you and she's like oh my name is so-and-so he's like oh that sounds familiar he's, yeah you you know you did this shit to me you were you were one of the one of the people who were responsible for making my life a living hell and he's like, oh, you stupid bitch. You should have just let him kill you back then, blah, blah, blah. Just getting all angry and stuff, you know, tries to hit her. And his son's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? What are you doing? And she's like, she's like, oh, I'll tell you about it later. And she had like this whole thing done up, like basically being like, yeah, dude, I'll show you, you know, I'll, I'll let leak this out. You know, the, everyone will know that you were the son of a corrupt, you know, whatever, this and that. And he's like, oh, I can't because I think he had just gotten married and they just had a kid and they just bought a house. He's mm-hmm. like, I can't lose my job. So she... <laughs> You, you find out that uh um so what we what she does is she has the son deliver him f- like these certain flowers and to put them all in a room like mm-hmm. put a shit ton of flowers in a room well you find out that he's like deadly allergic to like these certain type of flowers or or just has really bad like allergies to the point where like he can't breathe uh-huh. if there's pollen in the air and uh and yeah the the son she has the son deliver them or have him go there to the room where he's at or whatever or deliver a sh- you know fill the room with flowers and the motherfucker dies, dude. <laughs> or no, no, that's not what it was. Because uh-huh. he's dying. And then uh and then the son comes in and he's like, please, son, get me out of here. I can't breathe. And he's like, Oh, this is the best thing you can do is sacrifice your life so your oh. mind doesn't get ruined. <laughs> oh my god. Like convinces the kid to be like, no, I she she's if she leaves, uh, lets that information get out, you know, ruin my life. And look, we, we just bought a house, dad. Mm-hmm. We just bought a house and, you know, we have a kid and stuff. And he's like, oh, but I'm your father. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, I'm your That's son. Because <laughs> it's betrayal revenge. It's like, yeah. Yeah, well, and then that's the one right there. And then, you know, there's, uh, again, there's just all these other friends. Like, um, there's one that she gets him killed. Like, uh, oh, dude, it's just it's so fucking good, man. Like, you got to watch it. Like, there's shit like uh, she 
she has all this shit planned out again as, as a series progresses you're just like whoa what the fuck because she makes friends with uh her bullies like the ringleader she makes friends <laughs> with her husband and then the husband's like all interested in her all interested in her too like oh man who, who is this woman how is she so good at like he makes she, she makes him excited mm-hmm. to like go out and do stuff and uh you know you find out that like the, the in the relationship is like yeah she's beautiful and she's like a weather reporter and this and that and they have a family together but he's like you bore me like you have nothing to you're contribute boring to this other person is actually exciting in my life yeah but he's not callous like that though he he's feels like it. but he's like what do you offer yeah he feels exactly and you can see it slowly like and then the thing too is she knows that he is a logical person so eventually it comes out but she doesn't tell him what she makes it to where other people tell him and he eventually finds out like how bad his wife was and she's like oh it was, it was nothing you know we just didn't get along and he's like no that's not what it sounds like because eventually like it comes out that she's all fucking burnt up and stuff um so she she befriends uh the person who teaches so they play go right um the black and white you know little checker game and uh the the hospital where the girl who um quote unquote killed herself um before her her body's there stashed there and then um she makes for the the son of the person who owns it and runs it is uh the guy who taught her how to play go and then you find out at the end of the series that even him even him she Uh manipulated and then but you also find out that he knew before she approached him she's he's like oh this girl's you know blah 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 looked into it so when he saw her again he's like oh she wants she wants to use me and his whole thing is like i want to be a good piece i want to be a good like you know because they have like names almost like show you mm-hmm. know there's different like knights and pawns and stuff like that it's like i want to be a good sword bearer i want to i want her to use me i want her to use me for her plans of revenge and stuff because he has his own shit he's dealing with too where he wants to get his revenge there's a guy who uh his father so this guy comes in after he killed like women and children he was a serial killer and he has a broken arm and shit and nobody wants to treat him and then the father's like hey it's a non-hippocratic oath like i'll work on him i'll, I'll do the surgery on him and while he's, you know, doing surgery on him, the the guy wakes up and he grabs a scalpel when he slits the doctor's throat and he kills him because mm-hmm. you know, he's a fucking serial killer and shit. And you find out later on why he does it, but uh, he keeps sending uh, the son, you know, the her her teacher that shot her showed her to go, sending him letters, you know, basically just taunting him and trying to make his life a living hell. So he's trying to find a way to go to that prison like to work as a doctor and shit there and you know they make they make their own little plans and stuff and it's it's, again you see these layers just being unraveled and you're like holy fuck how do they think of this like um the group of bullies so you got the main chick she's the ringleader then you have a guy that was next to her he was like her boyfriend kind of um and uh he is the he's also a rich kid um there was the poor kid that hung out with them he was their friend and then there was a girl um who was friends with them as well and now the girl she's trying to get married to into this family into this rich family so, so she doesn't have to be a uh, a stewardess anymore and uh she likes really nice flashy things and shit and um he uh she the family she's trying to marry into um the son's mother so her future mother-in-law well, the main character's friends with her. She works at a fucking shrine, right? Like a fucking, you know, like yeah, spiritual, shrine. spiritual shrine place. Yeah, and she's like, uh, like, oh, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, well, I'm friends with, you know, Miss <laughs> So-and-so. She goes, what? How do you know her? Like, yeah, you know, we're really good friends. She's like, well, you haven't told her about, you know, what we did to you. And she's like, uh, she's like, oh, no, not yet. I haven't had a reason. Like, she's like, I, I don't need to play that piece yet. Oh, please don't tell her. She's like, I, um... What was it? She uh, 
she's like, I already put in my my resignation letter at the the airport. You know, if if I don't get married with this guy, I, I won't have a way of, of supporting myself. So she's crying, begging and stepping you know, on her knees. And um, the in Vietnam or not Vietnam, uh, Korea, the the way that they they beg, you know, so over here is like, you know, we're praying, right? Like, please, 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 you know, you have your hands together over there with the, the way they they beg is they rub their hands up and down, kind of like the praying hands, but they're rubbing them up and down, yeah. kind of like when we're trying to warm them up constantly. I don't know why they do that. It's something cultural, but they do that. So she's like begging and shit. Just please, I'm sorry. It was just playing. It was just accidental. You know, we didn't really mean to go that far. Well, the where they're talking, it's by the furnaces where they, you know, they they have like a uh, um, fires going and stuff. And she's like, "Oh, really?" And she grabs a a, a fucking um a big a stick, you know, with a mm. uh, that's on fire. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a you know with embers and stuff on it. She goes to you know touch it to her, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Goes, "Oh, that doesn't seem too accidental now, does it?" Right? So. <laughs> like, She's like, so how about you stop with your this bullshit? You tried begging. I know you're just making this up and move on to your next part. So she instantly stops crying. She's like, all right, what do you want then? <laughs> you know, yeah, like instantly that facade goes away because you can tell she was just like, acting. It's, it's a facade. It's fake. Yeah. It's like, well, what do you really want? Yeah. She's like, even her begging is like, yeah. And she's like, well, it, she's like, uh, I'm not asking you to do uh, anything yet. But what I am asking you to do right now is to not interfere mm-hmm. in my plans. So her whole thing, she's going to slowly dismantle her friend group that's supporting her because she wants her, she wants the 100% revenge, a 100% revenge. And um, so she does that to her to have her work against her. And then the guy who was kind of her boyfriend, who was kind of the other like uh, lead bully that would never do anything, just watch them do stuff, you know, fuck them up or whatever. She, um, he, uh you find out that their the her daughter is his because he's colorblind mm-hmm. and so is the daughter and she was cheating on her husband with with her so what she doesn't tell she doesn't tell the husband that he's not that the daughter's not his what she does is um she has the they she steals a uh toothbrush the kid's toothbrush because you know at the school they have little toothbrushes there for after lunch and she she sends it off, and she sends it to the guy. And she's like, "You should send this off to um, to get tested for DNA, to yeah. get a DNA tested along with yours." And then he finds out that like, what the fuck? Like, whose toothbrush is this? And he finds out that it's it's the little girl's is which we call it. Um, and uh, yeah, dude. So he starts kind of unraveling everything, you know, poking poking in, butting his way in and stuff, but not outright telling the the guy because you know the the chick doesn't want him to ruin her marriage. And uh, so slowly he's make, he starts making his own plans of like, all right, well, uh, you know, I'm going to the the other girl that was going to get married with the guy. Um, he tells her, he's like, hey, do you think you can be a mom? You can be a stepmother. She's like, what? Why? He goes, I ha- I'm going to have a daughter soon and I need she needs a mom. So she, he's like, do you think you can do it? And she's like, well, yeah, sure. You know, I always liked you. And so she just calls the her fiance like, hey it's not gonna work out just forget about me and she blocks him she blocks the number and uh instantly switches over and shit so now they're working together like and and they're all the whole time collecting evidence to work against her because the one poor friend that was their part of their friend group that would fuck around he's dead he's been missing for a long time and you later on find out that the the main mm-hmm. antagonist killed him and uh yeah dude there's just there's so many moving pieces like and everybody gets re- like the revenge is just complete like the uh the guy who can't see 
<laughs> they end up uh so what was it the girl that he um the the the, the other female friend because it's two there's four mm-hmm. of them there's two guys two girls the other girl that's not the main chick she um oh no there was more of them there was a third girl she was a uh, she's an artist and then uh her whole thing is she's addicted to drugs so she starts making you know making it public um that finding ways to make it public that she's on drugs and stuff and blackmailing or whatnot yeah. uh, moon does the main girl and she orchestrates it to where like oh yeah i'm gonna re- release this she will then release i'm gonna anonymous, anonymously release this information that this weather uh weather reporter was a massive bully during school so what she does is in order to the antagonist does in order to uh um, throw the trail off of her or just to kind of cover it up is she releases information that the artist is going to be doing an exhibition and that she's going to be super high there. So they, there's people with cameras and recording equipment. They see her like all high, just all strung out. So she can't even hide that. The family can't even hide anymore because her father was like a priest, like a high, you know, high level priest making tons of money and shit. And uh, she's like, what the fuck? Why would she do that? And she's like, oh, and she finds out like, oh, she did that to um to cover her bullying and stuff so people would just forget about it so she finds an old um cell phone that she had from when she was in high school that shows her bullying the girl who died and uh puts it online that throws them back on her so she's going back and forth and they're at a uh what was it they oh um the guy who died he had recorded a video of the drug addict girl when she was super high you know fucking giving him a blowjob and shit and she uploads <laughs> it she sends it around lets everybody sees it see it um and that that was the the other friend the one that dumped the fiance because now she's like on her own end game where she's like all right i'm gonna get married to this guy fuck these people i don't need them you know she's being a bitch to me so because of that she gets also like why the fuck would you do that and she stabs the girl in the neck mm-hmm. with the fucking pen and it like fucks up her vocal cords so she can't um she can't uh talk really and because of that, the guy, the dude who can't really, uh, who's colorblind, that's trying to get his daughter. He's like, oh, well, I don't need you anymore than you're broken. <laughs> so he's like, you know, in in the hospital bed, he's like, uh, yeah, just let me know if you, you know, just say something if you need help. It was, oh, wait, you can't really say anything anymore, huh? Like just being fucking heartless and stuff, which I mean, is yeah. what they deserve. They're all fucking assholes. And um, he, uh... <laughs> He's like, I'll have your stuff packed up, you know, when you want to pick it up. And she's like all upset, like, fuck you, fucking asshole. You know, but she can't talk. She's like, you know, mm-hmm. fucking grunting and stuff. And then the girl comes, Moon, the main, the, the protagonist. And she's like, all right. So you want to, she, she, um, she's telling her like, oh, is this what you wanted to see? She's like, well, part of it. Now you want to get revenge too, right? And she's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, he, he's got, basically tells him like he's got really bad astigmatism. He needs to use eye drops, you know, daily. And there's always accidents of people somehow getting like, you know, window cleaning fluid or stuff in their eye drops and, you know, it causes them. That's not an accident. Blindness, okay. you know? So <laughs> as a blind yeah, person, so, um, I know that is not an accident, but OK, keep going. <laughs> and uh, so what she does is she goes to pick up. She takes a, a briefcase or suitcase or whatever to go pick up all her stuff at the dude's place. And uh, she's like having second thoughts because she has a syringe full of or she has like a little. Thing, a little vial um and she has a syringe and uh she's like having second thoughts and the dude comes in and just starts being shitty to her again like hurry up and get your shit out like how long is it gonna take he goes oh you can't talk this right how about you clap he goes two claps for two or one clap for 10 minutes two claps for 20 minutes 
So she claps once and then goes, all right, I'm going to go take a shower. So then she fucking injects the liquid in there. I don't know if they say for sure it's window mm-hmm. cleaner or whatever it was. But um, that that's uh, what they do is um, they call him out to like a certain part. I forgot what it was. It was something like, oh, because by then, towards the end of the series, the second part, um, the husband has taken the daughter somewhere else. He's going to take her to Europe. And uh, he's like, uh, they took the daughter out of school. So he's like, what the fuck? They took her out of school. Where is she? And he messages her or they message him like, hey, if you want to see your daughter, show up to this place. Well, on his way there, it's it's nighttime. The lights, you know, because he's got a astigmatism um, or no glaucoma. It's glaucoma. So the lights are getting blurry and shit. So he starts putting eye drops and then they start like he can't see. He, it, it fucking starts burning his eyes. So he crashes and he's blind. He can't see. So he's like going around walking and then uh he hears footsteps he's like what is it like uh like come on fight me motherfucker or whatever so he like the the footsteps lead him lead him up to like the top of this construction building or this building under construction that's being made and then he's pushed into the uh cement and um you find out that it was the husband because the husband is very rational the whole time but you know he just this dude was being an asshole towards me and he's a threat to take his daughter away so he's like all right the mom's in jail this asshole who's her biological father's the only thing in the way you know, so he, again, just completely everybody's event, you know, getting like some um, sort of revenge on, on, you know, their on their wrongs on, you know. Yeah, exactly. And then um, so the, the artist chicks in jail because she, you know, stabbed the one chick and she she's no longer a first time offender. You know, that that one one shot went with the drug uh, charge. Um, the other girl, the, the flight, the former flight attendant, you know, she can't talk anymore. She's left all alone. The person that she thought, you know, she that she liked, she finds mm-hmm. out that he's always been using her. She gets her revenge on, um, on the guy. And then, oh, the other dude, the, the poor guy who was, you know, just their lackey, he's been missing the whole thing. You find out that the main antagonist, she killed him in a fit of rage, like fucking, well, you actually, so you find out that she killed him. But she really didn't. You find out that it was a another character, but it needed to be the antagonist because she was the yeah. one covering it up and all that stuff. She didn't know that he was still alive. Um, and you find out towards the end that uh, the friend who abandoned her when she was being bullied, well, she just became like pretty much a slave to these people. You know, like even as adults, the, they have her working as an employee. Um, when they want her to, she just sleeps. Like there's like, I was going to say in the walls, but like, yeah, behind one of the walls, there's like the monitor area and there's like a little thing. So she'll sleep overnight to watch the place when they want her to or whatever. And uh, she, she ends up um, killing the dude. Cause he's like, you know, bleeding out. Cause the antagonist had hit him a couple times in the head with his big old fucking liquor bottle. And he's like dying. And he's like, he knows that the girl's in there. So she's like, Hey, whatever the fuck her name is like, come out, help me call the police. And he grabs her and she has flashbacks to when he would force himself on her when they were, mm-hmm. you know, younger and stuff. So she just starts fucking wailing on him with the bottle, and um, Moon, the the main character, she um, she's like, I'm not gonna, you know, we're it has to be her, like it has to be the chick, you know, who killed him. But you'll know, and you'll live the rest of your life knowing that that's what you did, and that'll be your form of punishment for what you did to me. Um, and then yeah, do they 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 even get the mom, the 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 main antagonist mom to abandon her? Because uh, they, they show us, like, she's like, you remember me, right? And he goes, no. He goes, well, you knew my mother. You got her to take me out. She's like, oh, what the fuck? He goes, yeah. So uh, do you, she's like, uh, she she elaborated. So the whole time, I didn't even tell you that she got this uh, house cleaner for one of the families to be on her side. And basically told her, like, because she, she's in an abusive relationship. The, her husband beats the shit, like, 
beats the sh- like Mike Tyson punches mm-hmm. the shit out of her all the time, and their daughter like beats them really bad, dude. So she's like, please, like save my daughter. If you kill my husband, I'll uh, I'll do whatever you say. I'll be I'll be your uh, your your worker, your servant. And um, she's like, all right, that's the deal then. So she has her like trailing these people, taking pictures of them, getting all this information on them, and she's paying her the whole time. And then she's working this elaborate plan where she's like, yeah, she's gonna die, and she sends a daughter off for uh to you know study abroad and stuff in america to keep her safe and give her a better life what she doesn't tell her though is that she's working this whole thing where uh um she'll have him get killed without initially she told her like they're gonna find out that it was you but she in reality was just telling her you know she was mm-hmm. just doing that to scare her but in reality they were gonna set him up to also set up the mom so uh she has it to where it's like she has this phone and this bag full of money and the husband finds like, what the fuck is all this about? He goes, no, I got to take it back. It's not my money. He goes, what do you mean it's not yours? Who's this? He goes, oh, it's this person. They wanted, just, uh, they wanted me to send these messages to uh, uh, this phone number with this burner phone. But they're, they're just too weird. I can't do it. And he's like, what do you mean? He goes, so he starts looking. He's like, oh, she wants you to send that. So he starts fucking with the lady because the whole point is like, oh, yeah, you just I'll give you money if you send messages to this phone number saying stuff like, I know your daughter killed someone, you know, just harassing them and stalking them, basically. Well, uh, <laughs> the the person she's sending the the messages to is the antagonist's mom, who you know helps her get away with these murders and stuff, and you know uh, basically lets her yeah. be a shitty person. And uh, so the whole time she's getting these messages from this guy who she doesn't know, and she ends up accidentally <laughs> running him over. You know, quote unquote, accidentally. It's not the lady's fault. It's the the way that everything was set up. Everything was mechanated mechanated properly. And uh, she's like, it's just a hit and run, you know, you were because she had a cop with him or, or with her. Uh, his name was Shin. And he's like a crooked cop that's helped her get away with all this stuff. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, he just, you, you know, it was just it's rainy. It's dark. He, you know, he was wearing all black. There was no light for him to cross. And he just, you know, it's a jaywalking accident. Um, it shouldn't have been illegal or whatever. And then um, she uh, the moon she goes to the mom she's like hey we have all this information on you like we're gonna make it out like she's like look look who you've been messaging i was like what do you mean he goes that's the guy you killed that you ran over she's like no like basically it's being Uh like you know we set all this up now i won't let this information out if you give me the uh there's a name tag of uh her daughter that they recovered from the crime scene from where the she killed the girl you know she pushed her over the edge and that's how they covered it up is they showed that she wasn't there you know or they made it seem like she wasn't there and uh she's like now do you want to go to jail or do you want to you know your daughter's going to jail no matter what now do you want to give me the evidence that'll put her away or should i just let you go away she so they they meet up at a restaurant to um to uh how do you say uh do the exchange and then she sets it up to where the antagonist shows up too, the Mm -hmm. the weather the weather girl and she's like what the fuck are you doing here and goes oh i just wanted to show you that even your mother will turn you in you know, you had my mother betray me and I had uh, your mother betray you. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, yeah, look, she gave me this evidence, you know, to put you away. <laughs> and she's like, what? why would you do this, mom? He goes, what, you want me to go down with you? No, like just shit like that. So again, she's just unraveling her life further and further and further. And eventually, yeah, she gets caught. She goes to jail. And um, it's so fucking funny because, you know, she was this massive bully and thought she was above it all. And then in jail, the way they have these Korean jails is not like in America where it's like a cell with two guys in there. It's like a room. They have a room 
and it'll be like four or five people in there. And usually you have like a senior person and then a few, a few people around yeah. them, like somebody who's been there longer and then a few people with them. So, you know, whoever's in charge, you know, they basically, it's like it, each room's like a little gang and uh, the room she's in, you know, it's raining outside and she's just looking out the window crying. And the, the little boss of the room's like, Hey, weather girl. I want to know what the weather's like. She's and she stands up real quick. She, you know, ties her little top and stuff all cute. And she's crying, like, you know, doing the whole like get up, like, you know, it'll it'll be right, you know, uh the weather is blah 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 blah. And uh you know, hopefully it stops raining soon. Uh the the blah blah blah, you know, the whole weather spiel and just crying. And then the lady's like, Why is the why is the weather so sad today? You know, like why is she crying? It's funny because she's being bullied now. She's seen what it's like on the other end of it. (laughs) It only took her going to prison for murder. And and she runs into her uh, into her mom in jail too, <laughs> just crazy again, crazy shit. How long was the and, jail um, Yeah, I thought, bro, I thought, she uh, I after she sell, killed the guy. I thought after selling her out, no, she, she was kind of quote unquote on the clear, but but no, dude, she 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 was like she even told her she like, actually didn't really need this name pin. I mean, it was taken from the crime scene; it's not even registered or whatever. Like this doesn't incriminate her. I just wanted oh, to show your daughter okay. that you two would betray her. Just a little bit, actually. <laughs> a little bit of a uh, chocolate on top of the Sunday. That's fucking crazy. Well, because, well, because what happened too is uh the antagonist gets the mom to come back because she's been away forever, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, you know your uh, your daughter is a uh, she's a uh, a teacher." Because she thought like, oh, she she works at the school and goes, oh, what is a janitor? Like thinking like, oh, she can't ne- me- never make anything of herself. He goes, no, she's a teacher. She's making a lot of money. She's like, oh, that's good for her. He goes, yeah, you'll never see any of that money. He goes, what? He goes, yeah, but I'll pay you, you know, 20000 basically mm-hmm. like $20,000. And here's $10,000 up front. I'll give you the rest when you make her quit being a teacher. She doesn't want her to be a teacher at the school anymore. So what she starts doing is she starts going to school and uh, to the school and and harassing her coworkers, harassing the people there. She starts calling up all the parents of all the students, you know, to harass her. And she basically makes her quit. And uh, she shows up to her apartment because her mom's basically raided her apartment and has been squatting in there. So she's staying with the guy who showed her uh, how to play Go. And when she goes, she's like crying. She's like, why would you do this? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, she kicks out the whatever dude that was sleeping with her right there. And she's like, what's wrong with you? Like, why would you do this? Like, why could you couldn't be a good mother? Why can't you just stay out of my life? She's like, you'll never be rid of me. Like, you'll always have to deal with me. Like, just being a bitch, just being all fucked up in the head. And she, you know, uh, says something. She's like, you're a horrible mother. And she hits her and she hits her back. And uh, she's like, well, what the fuck? I'm your mother. Like, who do you think you are? And she, I think she has like a, something on fire. And, she's like, and then she, she's all scared. And she's like, gets all scared because she remembers the, 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 um, curly iron burns and stuff. She's like, oh, you're scared of the fire? Well, fuck it. Let's all burn down together. She lights the apartment on fire on the inside because there's paper everywhere mm-hmm. and all this shit, all this trash. And then uh, and you're just like, oh, what the fuck's going to go down? And this is the end of an episode. And then you see that oh. there's a camera in the corner. Yeah, that was part even of the plan. This was, even <laughs> this was part of the plan. And she she uh, she um, takes her to this like mental asylum and basically starts you know talking through... Um, talking through with the the doctor like you know he's like saying like blah 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 this and that when did you start drinking again and she's like oh well, i don't really drink you know i had a little bit of drink but i didn't like look oh fuck and then she's like, you know just admitting all this stuff and he's like writing down stuff like you know uh sociopathic you know uh narcissistic tendencies blah 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 aggression she's like, why'd you burn the place down he goes 
I didn't burn. It was just a small fire. We took it out. You know, there's fire extinguishers everywhere. And they show the video and it's like the half mm-hmm. the apartment's on fire and shit. And uh, he was like, you know, a uh, pathological liar, blah, blah, blah. He was like, all right, well, um, you know, this is what's going to happen. So they're walking out and uh, they, they go to grab her, right? Like they go to restrain her, to take her. She's like, what? What's going on? And she's telling daughter, like, hey, no, they're trying to take me. Like, what? what's going on? She's like, she walks over and she hugs her and tells her, only I can do this to you. Only I can have you committed like this. You know why? Because I'm your daughter. <laughs> and then they drag her away. She's like, you fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. So like everyone, even her mom, anyone who yeah. ever fucking wronged her, you know, did her way. And then you find out. So the plan was with the first girl who, who uh, uh, kill, quote unquote, killed herself that the antagonist chick uh, killed. They, the, the parents would not agree to bury the body or burn it. Cause they're like, no, there's evidence. Cause the, the girl's mom's uh, uh, okay. deaf. So she's doing sign language and shit. So they're just completely overlooking mm-hmm. her because they're trying to cover it up, right? And the whole thing is like, oh, even if she doesn't um agree to burn, because they can't take the uh, body out unless they agree, the the parents you know agree to to cremate or bury her. Like, and then the 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 people are like, or the cop, the crooked cop, and the mom are like, oh, well, he tells her, well, like, even if she doesn't claim it, you know, in in months, the body will decay, decompose, whatever. Well, the uh, the owner of the hospital at the time, he's like, no, notices something's off. And so he, um, you know, uh, he has the body moved to the freezer for storage, you know, because you can store, yeah. freeze bodies, to store them. And um, once he once he uh, he dies, you know, that one guy killed him when, with the scalpel, you know, when he's doing surgery on him. Uh, once he dies, the mom takes over. She's the owner and she keeps it going. She's like, there's something my husband wanted this here for a reason. You know, it's kind of like the guardian angel for the little girl. And uh, and because, through the sun, uh, Moon has access to all that. And, you know, it's a big part of the uh, of the plan. Well, by the end of it, you know, she kind of starts noticing that her son's, you know, doing stuff with this lady and whatnot, like living with him and or living with her and shit. So by the end of the series, when she's gotten her revenge on everyone, she's like, this is the way it had to end. She goes back to that school where she was bullied and she goes to the roof and she's about to jump off. And then the mom comes out. She's like, stop, please help me save my son. There's like, what? And goes, my son is so-and-so. You, you know him. He's helped you. And she's like, oh, what do you mean save him? He goes, if you do this, he has been living in hell this whole time. Because uh, Moon found the letters that were written to him and read them. She's like, what the fuck is this about? Like, she doesn't know what's going on. And then uh, he tells her, like, yeah, you know, this man killed her, killed his father, and he's he's been living in hell, and this will just push him over the edge. He'll do the same thing as you. Like, he'll follow you. And he goes, please help me save my son. So uh, then she starts, you know, the last episode is crazy because the last episode feels so long. They do so much shit in it, but they start doing this elaborate plan of, like, getting the – because the, the son, the doctor that she uh, learned go from, he was trying to work in the prison. To get his revenge. Um, as a doctor yeah. to get access to the guy because he would visit him and he would tell him, he goes, no, I'm, my plan is to make your life a living hell. So you make your life hell. Like you've made mine and you know, uh, to make your life, the hell you've made mine. And uh, they told him like uh, the warden or whatever is like, we can't hire you. You're, you're the son of a victim of a convict, uh, a convict here. And uh, so what was it? They end up ha- working it out to where, um, Moon went to like this temple to work where like this high up government official who handles a lot of this judicial stuff work or owns or partakes in or whatever. And she works there for a month for free, basically like helping out and just trying to get close to this lady. And um, 
she's like oh i looked into the guy you're talking about yeah he's a monster you know he's he's not even human and um she's like he's in the fourth worst prison and she's like well what's the worst one after that and um what was it uh what's this other fucking you know korean name that i don't know how to pronounce so the uh the guy the doctor starts working there and she's like well how would we get that guy there and then uh you got to make things hard for him so she finds the connections to the prison he's at and then they have him like getting to fight you know have him get jumped and shit constantly in like in the prison so he's transferred to this next shittier prison and when he's there um uh what was it the doctor he's helping out um one of the inmates so there's an inmate there who he's in there because he assaulted he beat the shit he wanted to kill he he assaulted uh this con this guy who um who raped and cut up his uh, mm-hmm. daughter's face. And uh, so what he's been, what the guy's been doing, the doctor's been doing, because he, he, his main profession is a, he's a plastic surgeon. So he told him like, I'll, I'll help your daughter out. You know, like so he's doing all this work. And he's like, Oh, when, when I get out, I'll, I'll work, I'll work for, you know, uh, for the rest of my life to pay you back for that. Like, I know it's expensive. I know it's not cheap. He goes, and, and I just, I'm, I'm so grateful for you helping her out. And he goes, you know what, man, you don't have to pay me back. He goes, well, what do you want instead? He goes, uh, you work at, you know, this block or whatever, this and that. He goes, yeah. He goes, well, you know what I want? He goes, really? That okay? He's like, is that that's what you want then? And then uh, he just wanted to get access to the guy. So when he's being transported in, he's just sitting, standing, or standing there, waiting for him to cross his path. And the guy's remembering, you know, the the convict who killed his dad is remembering the last conversation they had when he visited him in the previous jail. Where he's like, um, I want to make your life a living hell. He's like, uh, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna make your life a living hell. And he tells him, he goes, you can't do that. Isn't there a Hippocratic oath? You know, you cause or do no harm. That's why your father, you know, what happened to him happened is he worked on me, even though he shouldn't have. But, you Mm -hmm. know, he has that Hippocratic oath. And he's like, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. It says do no harm to humans. (laughs) He goes. If I want, he's and he tells him he goes. If I wanted to save save the life of an animal, yeah. I would have became a vet. If I wanted to save the save the life of a demon, I would have became a priest. That's uh-huh. why I don't see a human here. And then he gets all fucking scared because <laughs> then he starts realizing like, oh shit. <laughs> and he told him too. He's like, uh, he goes, he goes, uh, it, it went out or when he when he runs into him, he he he, uh, he tells him he goes, I wouldn't trust any food you're given any medicine anything i wouldn't trust anything in this prison he goes you you can't do that you're a doctor he goes no i'll get away with it because i am a doctor <laughs> i'm like oh fuck That's dude so it's so good man they did such a good job <laughs> yeah dude again the koreans they just know how to do drama or drama and like revenge revenge is like they're, mm-hmm. they're like I, when, when you start to exp- um yeah. we make shitty action movies <laughs> and they make fucking awesome fucking Fuck yeah. when you start explaining this to me i was thinking of chess because like hey she's gaining the piece here she's gaining the piece there i'm like yeah this is exactly like chess but then you explain it like go i'm like no that's much more like go because the way that go works is um you flip pieces you don't uh you don't take them or whatever yeah. you flip them well and then the big thing too is uh when he's playing with um with the husband mm-hmm. of the antagonist she's uh she's really good because she learned from the doctor and then that because they play for money and stuff in this go house like you know in a place where they they like this go club or whatever they play for money and no one can beat her because no one can beat her he like that's what catches his eye and then he starts playing her (laughs) and he can't beat her either and uh 
he, he's like, how long have you been playing? He goes, ah, not that long. He goes, you've gotten this good already. He goes, she's like, I, I learned it to, you know, for, um, for a purpose initially, but I've actually grown a liking. He's like, what do you like about it? He goes, well, in Go, you win by building houses, but also mm-hmm. destroying your opponent's exactly. house. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the big thing is like, she's like, oh, I'm going to destroy, you know, the, mm-hmm. my enemy's houses and stuff. And I'm yeah, like, she's, wow. She's got it all planned out. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Dude, it's it's so fucking good. Yeah, if you get a chance, check it out. It's not that. It's, uh, it I think called? 16 episodes total. The Glory? Uh, the Glory. Okay. Uh, Netflix? Yeah, it sounds really good. On the flicks. It's really, really good. No, dude, again, revenge. Like, And that's the thing, too, about watching... Um, obviously, you know, the Koreans, they, they do these movies, these stories, you know, these shows of revenge so well. So it's cool watching these, especially because it's so satisfying to, and and because, you know, in life, like there's people you want revenge on and you probably more like than I will never get it, dude. Like it's one of those things. It's just that, 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 uh, what is it? Um, living vicariously through someone else, right. You know, experiencing it vicariously. Cause there's people where it's like, Oh, I wish I can, you know, just fucking get revenge on you, but I'm not smart enough to do anything like that. And not not even just like kill someone or whatever, but just like you did this to me. Yeah, and it was, I want you to feel what I felt. I want you to, you know, this and that. Um, you know, which again, it, it shows you at the end of it too, where she's like, um, what was it? Uh, she wanted to get revenge, but she planned on going out with him as well because she's like, this was my life. Like, this was mm-hmm. this is what it was all for. But in reality, like, you know, she has to keep going, right? For other people. That, that's, and they show that too, where it's like, no, I'll keep I'll keep this going because I want to be with you know or like I want to I want to be around to experience more stuff and to make other people's life better. As, as shitty as my life was done, there's there's ways I can help other people's lives be better. Um, and that's one of the big things too is she talks about how the only reason she was able to go on and do this whole thing from when she was a kid because she was about to kill herself when she was in high school too, when she or middle school or wherever it was you know, when she was a kid. But after seeing that um, what's her face was killed, she's like, I can't just can't let. let yeah. I can't just let them get away with yeah, exactly. Because then they're they're gonna have a, a better so, life yeah, no. even though they don't deserve it. Yeah, why why should why yeah, exactly. Why should you live a good life when the person that you mm-hmm, kill exactly that's <laughs> that's so fucked up and yeah. <laughs> like revenge romanticizing like I like I said, romanticizing revenge is it's so crazy to do because like in the end they are still a shitty person by doing what they're doing, right? Like hey, you're 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 destroying a life, like that that little girl who whose father is not her father. She's gonna have to live with that, and she might be better off in the end, but she still has to go through that kind of shit. Um, what else? I, who knows how many lives are affected by her actions? But but it's a product oh, of definitely. what 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 the the people that were doing to her, like it's it's a product of what they've done and what what you reap what you sow, right? Definitely, definitely. That, that's... No, and again, it's it's one of those the, the cool thing about living vicariously through this is like you know revenge is not a good it's not a good thing it's not a good mm-hmm. way to live your life. But man, is it's it satisfying. super satisfying. Man, I, I can't just, lie it, about it, that. It, right? It's like it's like you know fucking doing drugs and all that shit. It's like it's not good for you, at but the, man, does it feel good? The, <laughs> you know, drinking a shit ton. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, oh man. So no, dude. Um, yeah, I like the plans one. That, um, that involve like making I, the person admit to their own kind of things. 
Well, that's the thing too. She had plenty of opportunities. She's like, this is the last opportunity, you know, for you mm. to admit what you've done wrong or I will make it worse, you know, because the other girl doesn't realize like how bad like things are going to get. She's like, oh, she's just fronting. Oh, she's just, you know, lashing out. She's like, no, dude, she has all of this plan. Like, you just don't know, right? We have the benefit mm. as the viewer of knowing all this, but she gives her opportunities like, hey, you know, her and the husband, because the husband ends up finding out. She's like, he's like, go and apologize. This is their ad. Just go and apologize to them and save what we have of our family. And it was, or this is it. And she's like, oh, you, our family was done the moment you met with, uh, you mm -hmm. know, Moon, the, the main character. And she like throws the thing away. And it's like, yeah, she had plenty of opportunity. And then uh, Moon's even like, I like it this way. I like that you said no. I would <laughs> rather go through with That's my plan. insane. Because she, she said, like, uh, you know, and, and for the sake of your daughter, you know, I would rather you do it. But, oh, come on. Yeah, She's like, make my day. <laughs> so, yeah, freaking. Uh, but, yeah, I talked a good amount about that one. Um, the, the one I'm looking forward to, I don't have a whole lot of information. I was talking to you a little yeah. bit about it when we hopped on. Um, the It's funny because I was just, you know, right here chilling, waiting for you, smoking a cigar and uh watching tv and this just came across my peripheral for some reason and um the series is called not django it is so there's the it's a it has a spanish name but in english it translates to the head of jo yeah. joaquin murrieta and in spanish is la cabeza de joaquin murrieta and uh the titular character joaquin murrieta he's uh from what i've garnered from the first episode he's a um uh, former, um, he's actually a deserter of the Mexican, um, military of the Mexican military. Yeah. The Mexican military. Um, they, uh, how do you say when they were doing the Mexican American war, you know, for Southwest, uh, what it's now known as Southwest America, you know, California, Arizona, New Mexico, um, the, uh, he deserted and, um, it's basically him going through his book and just, he has a book of revenge or, you know, of, of payback. He has a payback book. And the idea is like, he's crossing names off, whether he, it's either he owes them a bullet to the head or he owes them something mm -hmm. and he usually gives them gold. He's like, I, I did you wrong one way or another and I, I want to pay it back. So he's going down, you know, down the list. And then he's initially joined by this uh, little girl. Her name's uh, uh, Adela Chang. She's a Chinese, uh, daughter of Chinese, you know, family. And uh, so it's bouncing between him and another guy who's also named Hawking. And it was, uh, I already forgot his name. I said it earlier too. It was Hawking Carrea, something like that. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, but this Hawking's uh, story is, um, let me see if I can find it. Mm -mm -mm. You it saying the, the IO people, whatever, like he keeps a little list of it, reminds me of uh, one of the JoJo's. Um. Uh, yeah. Which was the third Jojo again? Jo Jonathan Joseph Jotaro. Uh, yeah. He does the same thing, where um, he's put in a situation where he can't fight back. So what he does is when he's getting, yeah. when he's uh being uh, bullied, messed up, or punched or something, something like that, uh, he he starts writing like little notes, and he tells them, "Well, what's that for?" He's like. For every little thing that you do to me or to anybody around me, I'm keeping notes, and it's going to be a tab that you're going to have to pay up at the end. And sure enough, it's a uh, yeah. Joaquin Carrilla was the other character, and uh, Joaquin Carrilla he um 
he has a family uh looks like a, a native uh girl and then he has a son um and they live out in a ranch you know um they have a farm and stuff and then the u.s military is running them off the land even though cause it, it they show that he had a purchased it from the guy who's running that military outpost and um and now they're like oh no you have to you know you don't own this anymore the government's taking it blah 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 he goes but we bought it off of you and he's like hey do you want to you know this is our law this is whatever like if you don't follow it we'll hang you so um where i left off right now because i'm still watching the first episode but we started recording where i left off is the uh they told him he goes you got 24 hours you got you know until sundown or next sun up or whatever to get out of there and then i'm sending my guys well, they're packing their stuff up, and then the guys roll up before then, and they start, you know, shooting at him. I think he gets shot. His wife and the kid are running away, and then they lasso her. And you know, I'm assuming they they kill him or do something, and he he basically mm-hmm. goes to get revenge, um, because I think the idea is supposed to be revenge on two sides yeah. of Joaquin or whatever, um, which is funny because I think the the actual character is ba- you know the Joaquin Moreno is an actual character. Yeah, he's I real. think they made a beer, a local beer. Yeah, they did a local mm-hmm. beer called Joaquin Gurrieta. And he's kind of known as the Robin Hood of the West or of El Dorado. Yeah, yeah. I was El looking Dorado. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, um, he, did, he did exist. He did do his uh, his stuff. But yeah, the um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in it because again, it's gonna be it's gonna be revenge, right? It's a story of revenge. It's a story of, like why are they doing this? Um, yeah, during the California Gold Rush. Yeah, um, like I said before, uh, we were talking about it. My mom watched it. And she she knew about it. And um, <clears throat> me personally, I don't know anything about it because uh, history history of my culture, I'm not I'm not a big fan of. Never whatever, looked into it. I, I kind of there's cool stuff. No, don't get cool, me wrong. There's cool stuff. It's just the the problem is it's not accessible. I've never really been exposed to it unless somebody outright told. I, I just don't like the, the it. way it's presented no. to uh when like when we're uh like we have a holiday right Cinco de Mayo. I fucking hate it. Yeah, it's over romanticized. Like, oh, right. how, how I think it's how the Mexicans beat the French with just rocks and sticks and whatever. No, the like, Spanish. okay, cool, cool. But we have to celebrate it every year, whatever, whatever. I'm like, do we really have to? I mean, I, I understand the, the the meaning behind it, but you guys are making it the the way it's being presented is it's a day of drinking, and I'm like, I don't think that's what they were aiming for when they when. Well, it's, it's, I mean, we're coming up on it. It's like St. Patrick's Day, right? Like, people sure. don't know what the fuck sure. they're celebrating. But right? I don't know anything about, about <laughs> being Irish, so I, I can't say anything about it. But I did grow up in a Mexican household, so I can say a little bit about that. But, um, yeah, the Mexican, uh, the yeah, whole thing, yeah. my mom was telling me about it. Like, yeah, the, this person existed. He would travel up back and forth across the uh, across California. And the the reason she, I guess, she was really interested is because uh, she travels. Uh, the guy travels through the our hometown. I'm like, oh, that's that's actually pretty cool to know. I, I actually don't mind that because right. any any kind of history that's around your area, it's it's interesting to know. Like, what did they do here? Why is it why is it famous? And why did they use it? Definitely, definitely. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Um... Is there any uh, revenge stories that you're looking well, forward to? I'm, I'm interested in the show you're talking about. It sounds... Re- <laughs> I, <laughs> I li- it was literally the first thing that popped up because I think the you glory. said it just got released the second half or whatever. And I said, like, oh, there it is. Yeah, it's the, the first thing half I just see. got released like two days ago. That's probably why I couldn't go to sleep uh, Sunday night, Monday yeah, you night, were just, Sunday night. 
It was like, and I was just, just watching the glory. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, man, other than that, um, I mean, those are all the shows I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, any suggestions for really cool revenge stories, uh, definitely send them our way. Um, you know, where to find us, you know, Weaving Words Podcast at uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We got a Gmail, weavingwordspodcast at gmail.com. We have a Discord server, Hooligan Squad Discord server. Um, we're always looking for recommendations, suggestions on how to make the podcast better. You know, we've had a lot of people uh, checking it out lately. We're getting like a little resurgence again, which is cool. Um, kind of ebbs and flows. I think it depends on what tags you put on there too. Um, but yeah, we don't really advertise a whole lot, so it's really just word of mouth. So it's very appreciative when we get a lot you of downloads. Put the cool tags like on that. there. Um, the cool tags, um, big butts, boobs, I like social eating. Naked people women, like eating rugs. People are Social into the, the eating <laughs> fantasies. Hashtag BBL. Hashtag BBC. <laughs> hashtag Pog. <laughs> All right, <Google. laughs> let's uh, let's wrap this up. Bye.